up, boys? Come out to play, yay. Red Cup boys, come out to play, yay. The Red Cup boys. The Red Cup boys. More freestyle to this shit next week. The Red Cup boys. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Red Cup Boys. I'm Emich. You know what I'm saying? Chuck the Nerd in the building doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? And I got my player partner on the other side, Kalua Jones. What's happening with you? I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Yes, sir. Oh, know it. Hey, so I just want to want to give a shout out to... uh all those who know how to properly use social media, because there's a lot of people who don't. All right. <laughs> On the Out of nowhere. Okay. Um, you know, so uh, Red Cup Boys, the sports locker room talk show, and we're unfiltered. I want to see you and the other girls in the locker room now. Yeah. Now is what he said. Y'all remember what movie that's from? Anyone? Play it again. Nope. I, I didn't hear it. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, you, oh, you want to hear it again? Okay, I got you. Hold on. You ready? I want to see you and the other girls in the locker room now. Oh. Yeah, I can, I can, fuck. See you and the other girls. got to be a football movie. Yeah. I want to see you. And it's in the 80s. Dang. Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yeah. That's, Shit. yeah. Wow. Classic movie. Take me back, man. Yeah, man. Booger, Booger was on. Booger was. Uh, nah, what was that? What was the. That was Booger. Booger. Yeah. yeah Booger, Presley. Booger. Booger Presley. That was him. Yeah, that was him, man. Show enough. Hey, before we introduce our guests and talk about what was going on, man, you know, we like to set the mood, man. And I got you guys something great, man. This is going to get y'all. Y'all going to be pumped up when y'all hear this. Y'all ready? Here we go. <laughs> Two. They got. They takes. Hey man, that was a cut right there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a couple of niggas that looked like Arnold back in the day. They had the fro with the little slice line through it, man. <laughs> he said the slice line <laughs> It's on the side Yeah he used to part that with a comb man They they didn't They didn't like take the clippers through that <laughs> Alright Kahlua man Go ahead and, and give us a rundown of, of what we're talking today man Yeah this episode we're going to cover the top sports news of the week The NFL playoffs Man what a fucking weekend of NFL action last weekend. Can you believe that shit, y'all? Crazy. Not Crazy. Um, man, if that if that's any indication of what's going to happen this weekend, we in for a treat. Uh, we're going to get into some NFL. Or we, I said NFL, but then back to the NBA here. College basketball. Um, team talk. Chop shop. Some pigskin picks for this uh, upcoming weekend. 
boxing and MMA last weekend there was a the like a gladiator type fight man we're gonna get into that and what what uh what took place after uh we got two beats of the week for you and we're gonna get into the final shout outs to wrap up the show I love it I love it well bringing back family man there's there's no guests here man uh we're just bringing back family so uh we got the uppity negro joining us you know what I mean brother Actually, I don't. You know, I didn't grow up around blacks. Now, I grew up in the suburbs. My dad was a lawyer, my mom was a doctor, and all my friends are white. I mean, everybody used to tease me because I didn't speak jive, and, like, I couldn't dance to save my life. What's happening, Marcus, the uppity Negro? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) And on the other mic, man, we got our guy, man, the Nigerian nightmare himself. That's what he calls himself on the golf course. Let's welcome Mr. <laughs> yes, sir. What's happening, hey. Ali? What's happening, brother? What's happening? What's happening, Marcus? What's happening, Reg? What up? How y'all doing tonight? Chilling, man. Better we that we on this podcast. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Well, hey, let's go ahead and get into this shit, man. Let's let's get into the sports news. Amen. So this weekend we had historic playoff games. Every game was good. Some are labeling this last past weekend the best playoffs in NFL history. What say you about that? Oh, man, I 100 percent agree, man. Um especially the last game with the Bills and KC, it was like, we should just have that, like, you know, next week and for the Super Bowl, you know, just because I, I, I don't think anything is going to beat the games we saw this week, even in the Super Bowl. And I bet you're bottling that, Marcus. <laughs> I, I kind of agree. I, I think the KC-Buffalo game was the best I've ever seen. The other games, they were good games. Mm-hmm. But I just think that Buffalo KC game was lights out. Best game I've seen in playoffs, probably that I can remember. I mean, I could probably dig in some crates and find some videos, some awesome games because you know you still got the immaculate reception and all that stuff. Sure, but but that I thought I thought KC was dead in the water with 13 seconds left. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the way the way out, I, I mean, it was there were great games, you know, great games, first and foremost, um, great football action. Um, I think we saw some bad defense in, in a lot of in a lot of instances. Um, I will say that it reminded me a lot of Madden, especially that Bills and KC game, man. That just to me, it reminded me of just playing somebody in Madden. Um, mm-hmm. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I think, I think when you talk about the greatest weekend of football, I think it's relative because I think, you know, someone's definition of what that means to them is different because yeah. if their teams have won the Super Bowl or, you know, if they've or if they've gotten over, like let's say you had to get over, you had to overcome a team that you had to to play against for a long time. Um, and, you know, when that happens, 
you know, I think that that's, I think that that impacts some of the football that we saw. So do I think it was the greatest I've ever seen? Don't hundred percent agree, but do I think it was, I think it was some pretty good damn football. It, it I, had was. That I had that conversation before. Like, was it the def- was the defense was the defense that bad, or are are those two quarterbacks that good? Because they did a lot of improvising against a defense that almost had their hands on them. So, to me, I, when you look at the KC Buffalo game, right? So Buffalo looked like they changed up their defense and didn't adjust in the second half, and then with 13 seconds left. You can't be in a prevent like that and give up. You he only had to go forty yards for for Mahomes. That's easy. That's that's two plays as we saw right. And so when you're in a prevent and you're letting Kelsey just run free, like literally letting him be passed and run through the middle of your zones and just sit and find pockets, that's a problem because to me it's like. There's two people on this scouting report that this guy's going to throw to. And we know who those people are. And so on that scouting report, if you watch anything from when they lost the Super Bowl, you bracket and hit Kelsey, no matter what, the whole game. And then you keep the cheetah in front of you. They couldn't keep the cheetah in front of shit that whole game. He was getting loose. Killing them. Yeah, they did. They threw that damn bubble screen. He outran everybody. <laughs> right, but, that, it, it, but it, there were people in the wrong place. I bet you if you go back and, and looked at where the defense was on that play, I bet you someone was out of position. You had two professional safeties taking bad angles to make right. a tackle. KC's probably in the yeah. wrong place. When, when, when Matthew went out, I think that posed a problem for KC when it came to what Buffalo was doing because – Allen made a lot of plays that probably wouldn't have happened if Matthew, if the Honey Badger was back there. Wouldn't happen. Yeah, I agree. But I think also is that the defense on both sides were on the field for so, like, you know, like half the get half the, for more than half of the game, you know, it's like they got, probably got gassed out anyway. So yeah. the last 13 seconds, I just, to me, it seems like the defense just gave up and they're just tired and couldn't keep up with running all the damn time that's why i saw the whole bills the bills last 13 seconds and why don't you kick the ball a different way yeah on that kick so that i don't you know i know you don't want to kick it to hill i mean obviously you're not trying to kick it to hill but kick it in a way that somebody picks it up that's not him what i did notice in that game is buffalo ran a lot of zone Mm -hmm. and uh my homes and his halfback did a lot of damage to that zone. And then the cheetah and, and the tight end, they both found spaces in that zone. So then they tried to go man to man and they had the same problem. Mm-hmm. They couldn't stop the screen. They couldn't stop Kelsey or man to man. Number 39, 21 on that back end of that defense. And I think 20, but 39 was trying to guard him straight up and he was getting cooked. You just, yeah. you, it, it, you're not, you, fast enough and a lot of these cats are not talented enough to to do that so you got to play off of him you know he's going to come across your formation so if you're letting him come across the formation and you're in the five yard uh area them linebackers should have been checking his ass as soon as they came across if you're in five yards i've been blasting his ass like wow every time i think they learned from that Tampa Bay super bowl though i really do i think so too if they so, let me ask you this: If you're Buffalo, 
do you look to replace those broken pieces in the secondary? Yes. And, and, but your number one, their number one thing they have to do is get their offensive line together. Right. I mean, they got to be able to run the ball consistently too, man. They need a lot. And that's, and that's why I give them a lot of respect because they, but they're doing what they're doing and they're missing a lot of pieces doing it. They need, they need a better running game. Yes. He can, he can use another one or two wide receivers. Yeah. He can use some help on the offensive line. And he's getting it done without it. But I'll tell you, the dudes that have been there the longest are the ones that are doing the most, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's been Gabriel Davis. It's been that Knox cat, that tight end that they got. You know what I mean? Like they have the talent. They have talent that's been there internally. Well, yeah. but and and they, they, they got to sprinkle them. Those quarterbacks put in work. On they one did. side of the ball, you got a quarterback in Mahomes. That's a quarterback that can run the ball. Yeah, and you got that dude Allen on the other side, who basically is a big ass running back that can also play quarterback. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you and, see some of those throws. Yeah, man. That Josh was throwing. I mean, I'm not don't, I'm not taking anything away from Mahomes, but the way that Josh was slinging it, man, that shit was getting there fast. Yeah, it was. I just think he had to write letters to all those D one a thousand D one schools just to just to fucking take a look at it. Take a look at my tape. That. <laughs> That and and all the people like Elway has to be sitting in his living room sick. Like, bro, think, we no. we could have had his ass and and him throwing to to talented receivers because it's obvious like he's gonna make you a better person. So with our with if it was with the Broncos a better running game and all that stuff. I mean, he could have been sky slim, but Elway just. He fucked that one up. Think of you. Just think. Think of you, think of you didn't take. Think of you, Reggie. Think of you didn't take Chubb and you took Allen. Oh just my god! Of, just think of you took him, and he's there now. That player, I believe, that player would have been been in any, any team doing what he's doing. Correct. Because we just said it. He don't have shit in Buffalo, and he's making it work. Correct. We we I I hope that this. I mean, we're gonna get to. We're gonna. You know, we have another topic here in a sec, but you know, we'll we'll get to that. But. uh the the you know the other games man what y'all what y'all think about the Niners what you guys think about the you know Joe Burrow um let's talk about let's talk about those games for a minute well for for Joe Burrow (laughs) I like the Niners chances in the Super Bowl I really do (laughs) against against LA I like I like them because they just it seems like they got it Shanahan's got it together with with everything he's got they're they're a balanced football team at the right time of the season. Yeah, and healthy. I yeah, and I worry healthy. about Jimmy G. You know, laying just messing it up, man. Like he's probably going to have some boneheaded move. And everybody's been saying that in the last six, seven weeks, he's been money. He's been every money. week for them. Every week for them has been a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you got that <laughs> stall him out, Debo. One hundred percent, man. Yeah, is, is he going to be a hunter though? Well, is he? Like I don't a, know what they talking he's about? Like a, he's like he's like Travis. Or, or, or what's his name? Henry in Tennessee. He's like the yeah. light version of him. Yeah, he's, he's a bully for real. He is. <laughs> dark man. I'm just going to say that. That's how them dark niggas are. <laughs> uh, Joe Burrow. Where Yo, man. A, a lot of people slight him, but. Hey man, he's a he's a baller. He should get comeback player of the year to me. 
Well, because he threw that fake touchdown against my Raiders, that's why I'm kind of that's part of my Burrow Gate. It's personal you know, against him. Yeah, it's very personal. <laughs> but you oh, know. Personal? Oh, come on, Ollie. You know, we I was gonna give comeback player of the year to Dak until he did that. He didn't audible out of that quarterback sneak with 14 seconds. Yeah, that, that's yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's finished. Yeah, he's done. He lost it right there. So yeah, you can give it to Burrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but Burrow, I think he. He's legit, Dak, though. He's legit for sure. Dak does that dumbass. Do Dak does that dumbass dance before his before he you know starts. Oh, yeah. Too. But Burroughs has got a. He's kind of got the same situation going on. The only plus to him is he has a run. He has a running back. He does. That helps him yeah. out. That offensive line needs some work. And their defense is okay. It's right. not. It's not terrible. Right. It's okay. It can be. It can be decent on the right weekend. They're back. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Didn't didn't uh didn't Kansas City already lose to these cats once? They did. And yeah. their back end is not that that bad yet because you you've got some experienced corners. There's a you know, uh shout you out got, to like Apple out there. You got Apple and then you got the other cat that went to uh came from Dallas and went to CU. He's on the other side. Uh Osmoa, is that his name? I think that's his name. He's on the other corner, and yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, and and he's killing it. So they got some experience out there. Yeah, um, could, we we could be it. We could be. We could possibly see a Super Bowl twenty three rematch. Oh shit! You're right. Uh, it, it, I mean, it definitely could. Yeah. I just, I'm not a. I just don't. I'm not a. I'm not a believer in in Garoppolo, man. I think that's where the weakness is. He's 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 trying to shut people up every I'll give week because he's beat this team six times. Yeah. I get the whole three times. People say it's hard to do it, but this, right. this, they, there's something about them having the number of the Rams. Yeah, I got two words. I got two words for you. Cooper Cup. Wow. They beat him with Cooper Cup. Hey. They beat him the last six times. They've been beating him. Hey. I'm gonna <laughs> say this. Cooper Cup should. Well, we'll talk about this later. But he's a very, very special player. And he should be he should be elevated to maybe the MVP. But let's talk about that later. Yeah. Um, But we have breaking news. Mm -hmm. Hey, the Broncos got a new head coach. They hired Hackett, Mr. Hackett, the offensive coordinator from the Green Bay Packers. Time Um, to get it. It's 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 a good hire. He's young. He has energy. There's still pieces missing. There's there's a lot of hope, a lot of talk about Aaron Rodgers coming here. Aaron Rodgers has a lot of suitors. It would be nice if he came here, but I'm not getting my hopes up. There is a lot of things that need to happen still for us to be qualified. That was a good good choice and and this this coach coming in, he wants to bring his uh line coach with him. And uh, he's looking at the Rams uh, assistant defensive coordinator, D-back coach, to be the defensive coordinator for the Broncos. Um, So, I mean, he's making steps. He's already being aggressive on who he wants to bring in, um, changing the culture. Um, And so we'll be interesting. What what does everyone think about that hire? All I'll say is we'll see. We'll see. I – I get tired of getting caught up, and it goes for my coach too, the new coach we got, getting caught up and saying, oh, it's it's a great hire. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. 
nothing's been proven, nothing's been done until until it's done. And that's that's how I'm going forward with any of these coaches, unless you got a guy with a proven track record that you know goes in and takes a team from worst to first. You just know uh, if you get like oh, Mike Tomlin's out there. Well, hell, Mike Tomlin's in Denver now. Then I, then I'd be like, all right, well, he's proven the dude ain't never lost. Yeah. I give him credit then. But with these guys, at the first chance head coaches, coordinators coming to head coaching, I got I got to see. I just got to see. I feel like the, I, I hope the best because all I hear is if he's fucking up, all I hear is a Bronco fan somehow. That's all right. Pack it. Right. You it's, can pack it. Oh shit! <laughs> and you you know oh, they will, here's and they'll here's and they'll here's talk shit. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah they will. It's time. It's just time for the man to go to work, and the the work for will speak for itself. So I'm glad exactly. that I'm glad that all the everybody else is you know all the Bears fans and they're you know the Raiders fans out there saying that oh it might not be a good hire because I have heard the had heard the I've I've heard the commentary. I didn't. I haven't said that. I'm not saying it's not a good. No, hire. I'm not. I'm not saying you said that, but I'm but, just but saying you don't. You can't say it's from a good your hire. division. It's from your division. That's what I'm saying. That's oh, yeah, what but, the sentiments coming. It's like oh, I don't. I'm the only person I care about. I'm just saying you don't know if he's going to be good or bad. He's got to prove it. That's exactly what I said. So, exactly so, saying. and and I'm this, not, I'm not saying it's a good hire. I'm not saying it's a bad hire. I'm saying we'll see. This is. I don't care that he's from Green Bay. The only person I dislike from Green Bay is. Number twelve, and I, I I hope y'all get him. Take him, take him. He's got he's just many, he's got just he's as many not, he's got just as many Super Bowls as 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 Nick Foles. He's been he's been to just as many Super Bowls as Rex Grossman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> man, she didn't like that answer. <laughs> Shit, but we'll see. Then that goes for my coach too. We'll see. That goes for Byron Leswich. We'll see if Eric Manning goes somewhere. We'll see. Yeah, I just but I just, I just I'm not throwing my I'm not throwing it out there no more. That oh this this guy's going to do this or he's going to do that. We gonna but see. Had it had it been Dan Quinn, would he change your change your opinion about it? Absolutely not, because I don't think Dan Quinn's a good head coach. Oh, he's okay. he's been out and, there and he's fucked the team up. And he'll be hot next year. Everyone knows, but there's something to it. And he, I think he was just comfortable being. With the Cowboys, but what I see, what I see happening is if they don't win, McCarthy's going to get fired, and they're going to promote Quinn the head coach. Yep, I think that's why he stayed. Yep, and he can see it because he, yeah, yeah that's that's a good call. Hey, they say so. I saw this out here too: Kyle Shanahan, Zach Taylor, Sean McVay, Matt Lafleur, Cliff Kingsbury, Mike Vrabel, Sean McDermott, and Nick. Uh, Sirianni, all were hired with no NFL head coaching experience, and they were all in the playoffs this year. Right. Yeah. So we just don't know. The, you got to give these young kids a, a chance to to do. do what they got to do. You uh, got to have the right setup. You got to have. So exactly. the, first, the first thing fell that needed to happen is the Fangio's gone. We now have the we have a coach who can now come in here, take a look at take an accurate look at what's there. And try to get a quarterback that's going to help him with whatever system he's going to bring here. And, and and I think you have a talent at all the other spots. I mean, McVay was hired at thirty, bro. Just remember that. No so, doubt. So I mean, I think I think we I think they they did their due diligence. That's what I'll say. Those guys, those guys all came in. They were all young, and they got away from that West Coast offense. That that's what everybody has to run. 
and they started getting more dynamic with their play calling, and they fucked the league up, and they found success in it. I think all the older guys got stuck in this, oh, we run a West Coast offense, or we don't. And it was just those offenses and those four three defenses and all that shit just they became obsolete. Yep. I, I do agree. like the way that the, the coaching situation was handled in terms of making, you know, the candidate list was deep. They went out and they talked to everybody and they crossed them off one by one. So yep. you know, you can't you can't you can't knock anybody for doing that. And I think the Bears did the same. They hired their coach today. And, yep. and, you know, they, he's they, a dude. He's, a, he's a, he's a leader. I, you, you see all this stuff about, he's a leader. Right. He like, he's meticulous about doing things, but the same, the same thing goes for him. We'll see. I, yep. I, I hope the best for any of them. Yep. But we'll see. The Jaguars were bringing in, uh, they have Vic Fangio interview, uh, today or yesterday. It was one of these I hope days. they hire him. I really do. I can count that as a, a dub on on our schedule anytime we play them. Uh, well, well, we'll see. You know, sometimes uh, things happen. But um, also, the Raiders are kicking the tires on on Josh McDaniels, and uh, I keep reading everywhere that uh, it is super close to them signing a contract and him becoming the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, well, there goes Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you you're not lying we're gonna, about we're that. Gonna in, we're gonna bring in Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams into our nah. into our league. <laughs> now you talking crazy? You are uh, really talking crazy. <laughs> oh hey, man, that, don't say this is not possible. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you got an Adidas contract, anything is possible. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Devontae Adams ended up in Tampa Bay. Yeah. No. With no, with, with no Tom Brady? Something something like that. Tom Brady's going to play. He just not gonna, he's not going to tip his hat right now. Yeah. He never has. Yep. And, never has. and Gronk is waiting on Tom because Gronk said, oh, I don't know if I'm coming back. And so he, I think he's waiting on Tom. Tom plays. He comes back. They're going to make a splash. But whoever gets Adams, because he's not a free agent, the Packers can do a bunch of things with him or whatever, and it's going to take a lot to give him, get him. Um, I don't know what Tampa has to be able to offer to get get Adams. I don't. I don't. Ready to take pay cuts. They got, they got they, AD. Uh, running backs. Yeah, but you got to get you got to give up probably draft picks, and yeah. and I don't know if a team that's won a Super Bowl as recent as they have, I can see it happening. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, for for the Broncos to do it, I don't know if we can mortgage our future to get Adams here. That's just be stupid, really. I can see Arizona picking him up. Oh, Arizona would be good for him. Yeah. Arizona's got to solidify that line, though, too. So. Buffalo. Woo. Buffalo. They need a wide receiver. Dude, I mean, that would be if he's – wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> If you went there, then you might. As, I mean, it's and, and no a wrap for the division. Then you might. As, you gonna see them on divisional Cincinnati, Sunday. Cincinnati could use a guy like that. Yeah, There's they places could. that he can go. It just depends on who wants who wants to pay out. You know the Don't price. The money. Right. Because yeah. he he pretty much will not be happy there and be disgruntled with with oh, Aaron not being there. And, and they're better to get something for him. Yeah, you might as well. 
Um, let's move on to the sudden death rule rules for the uh, NFL playoffs. So, you know, you score first, you win. But if you kick touchdown. a field goal, then the other uh, and a touchdown. Sorry, score a touchdown yeah. first, you win. But if you kick a field goal, the other ch- team gets a chance to win it. Um, should you change the overtime rules, as everyone was saying, or one guy said, "Hey, play better," and you wouldn't have been in that situation, or call heads next time? I'm on. I'm on the fence. Yeah, but I, I will say. That's so you're gonna cry because your defense sucked in the time that they were most needed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and everybody on this, everybody on this podcast, and everybody listening has said defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. So you cannot stop them. Your defense ain't adequate enough to think that they should be able to go up to the next level and play the next game. You should be able to hold, and uh, I mean, hold the team to a field goal. If you're, if you're. Right seriously thinking about winning the game, hold them to a field goal, and then you can go down there and score your touchdown. Game yep. Entertainment, now, the other side of the coin, for entertainment purposes, sure. Mm-hmm. sure why not? We can make it like college. We can, we can, we can put the ball to yeah. 25, and yeah. y'all go for it, <laughs> see what yeah. happens. Y'all want to see that twice? No. <laughs> I don't know that. To me, that's almost I, why I like the <clears> difference. <throat> I'm sorry, Ali, but that's why I like the difference between the two because they are different. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I think I think also, you know, not picking either side or not, I think it's just the the more time these players are exposed to playing, uh, I mean, over time, the more chances they would get injured, anyways. So, I mean, you gotta think about player safety also in that whole context of things. But yes, with that Buffalo Bills and Casey game, I think I would have loved to see what they could have done if they had a chance to score and not just be a sudden death kind of situation just to keep it, you know, more entertaining. But hey, I'll change a couple of rules and I'll fix. Yeah, I'll, I'll come up with some kind of some better equipment. But I'm not I'm I don't ever agree with the saving time to save injuries injury. That, that's a part of football. Always has been, always will be. There are other ways that you can prevent injuries. But taking time off or saying, hey, I don't want a guy to play 10 more minutes because he might get he might better chance of getting injured. A guy has a chance of getting injured from the first kickoff until the game is over. Sure. Yep. The, the, the only way that I would make it rule, the only way that I would change the rule is that I would cut just the time of the quarter in half. So I would just put seven minutes and 30 seconds on the clock. And whoever is winning at the end of that seven minutes and 30 seconds is overtime. That's the only way I would change it. Yeah. That's not a bad way to do it. If we're going to play, we're going to play. Cause every, everybody else is overtime. Like the sports is, it's we look at basketball. Hey, it's overtime. Let's go for it. Let's, let's play. It's going to a certain amount of time and let's figure it out. I can have overtime and then, and then a shootout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when we get done and we can't score, we're gonna put your goalie in the net and shoot pucks at him. <laughs> <laughs> the, dude no, had, the dude who's had the darkest though. night all night. Right. <laughs> for I mean, sure. I, I think I think it's I mean it all comes down to money, man. I think that's you know, that's why we had an extra 
playoff game this this uh, this year because it's all about money, man. And they're trying to extend the games as long as they can. And you know, I get it for entertainment purposes. It, it was great. I mean, that shit, that was great football. Mm-hmm. Can't say that it wasn't. But I think that at some point, you know, enough's enough. You got to win in regulation. Yeah. I mean, they had 13 seconds to hold a dude. You can't hold a dude for 13 seconds. I know. And they want to cry about yeah. overtime rules. You yeah. have 13 seconds and three quarters of the field for him to go down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. They lost that. that that's <laughs> it. Fuck it. We, yeah, we don't even have to talk about the overtime rules. That, I mean, that was, that was on them. That, that shit's crazy. So. Yeah. It sucks. It does, yeah. but oh well. Put that on your defense. You, I bet you. I bet you. Kansas City don't want to change the overtime rules. One hundred percent. They don't. Hey, let's talk about uh, the Nganu injury, and then talk about how Dana White and the UFC is treating brother because he's up on his contract, right? So I heard a couple of things that happened during the fight. So. After the fight was over and he was declared the winner, heard Dana White uh, didn't really want to be a part of raising his hands and didn't want to put the belt on him either. Um, because home- said, there's another story out there. Yeah. And uh, he said, but Dana, I don't know. Dana White needs to be careful because he's starting to tread over into how he thinks fights should be fought. Exactly. Instead of letting these fighters fight, he's mad because. Ganu didn't stand up and just, you know what I mean, and box. They thought it was going to be a boxing match, and instead he was banging dude. Yeah, and on top of that, a gladiator. You got to pay my man, right? So his contract's up. Dana White's going to be a little salty. He has a reputation of not paying motherfuckers. What are they offering? Seven million or something like that? Yeah, yeah, something crazy like that, like. What's that compared to, like, you know, people like the doing boxing? Yeah, yeah. What the pay-per-view generates. Right. Dana White's sitting up worth $500 million. Yeah. If you're going to pay the guy that makes you $500 million, $7 million. He's acting like a 1970s, 1980s NFL NBA owner. He don't want to give up none of the money that the athlete's making it. And Dana White yeah. said that he was he had to take care of something backstage is the reason why he I wasn't there. Man, I I he can take care of these nuts. That's what he can do. <laughs> You're supposed to be the the, the face of, the, of of this. Yeah. What league. was so, what happened? It was Conor McGregor back there fighting? Man. Yikes. <laughs> you mad because his brother didn't do what you wanted him to do. Exactly. And that's all it comes down to. Yep. Better be careful, though, because the reason a lot of people watched are stuck with MMA, UFC, all that stuff all these years is because it was no rules, kick-ass fighting. Well, you know, there are rules, but you get what I'm saying. It was just knock-down, drag-out, kick-ass fighting, and now you want to dictate how a fighter is supposed to go in and fight his fight. There's other there's other platforms. And those yeah. guys are going yeah. other ones, you know. And I, But I give Naganu, man, all the respect in the world to go out here and fight on an injured leg like that. Yeah. He knew it. Um, that that's amazing to me. That just tells you how much of a warrior that man is. Yeah. Well, is that is that African that that. African berries, man? Berries and juices. Hey, Ali, <laughs> can you get get us some of them shits? Well, I'll try. It but it, it might turn it might turn <laughs> blacker though. That's okay. That's all right, man. That's all right. 
<laughs> you saw the fight. That's kryptonite to black skin news. No, you didn't with the damn guy. Why? That's the Kawhi laugh. Kawhi literally laugh. Hey, let's flip it to another annoying person or people. And, you know, we, we don't talk about wives and ladies and shit out here. We try to try to keep it nice and in the streets, but my guy Mahomes has has got Miss Brittany Matthews and and Jackson ODB Holmes out there, man, and they are mighty annoying. Um, can be distracting. So after this week's win, uh, she's got the Champagne Gate where she was spraying. It looked like maybe a block of fifty people with champagne. Um, I did a survey. Uh, a few people said that, hey, it was going to be a problem and repercussions if she did that. But she's super annoying, and uh, she does a lot of things that are crazy. You know what I'm saying? So uh, what say you about about Brittany and Jackson ODB Holmes? I'll let y'all go. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let go. Go this, ahead. This is. In my childish Gambino voice, this is America. (laughs) (laughs) This is what this at our age, all the shit these people, these that age group does annoys the fuck out of me. They're Mm -hmm. annoying. Yeah. That millennial, whatever you want to call them, they are they don't have no respect. The world is theirs in the moment. It don't matter who's around, they do what they want to do. This is the America we live in. These kids. Our, our brats it's just the the this if you'd have saw them in seventh eighth grade you'd be like that's a she's a fucking brat and that's all it is it's a grown fucking eighth grader yeah you know but the, my thing is, is the man's you know, a face of the part of like 50 right. face of the league and this, and how, this you is how you this is how you act and that's what i'm saying there's no class there there's no class man and i hate that I'm, but but I get it. But that's I mean, if 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 um I'm gonna say this, man. If I'm a Holmes, I might start cutting them off from certain things, dude. Just because this is my brand, you're out here fucking up my team shit at this point. You're making my team look bad because of your action. I thought he was gonna do that when his brother squirted the water on the Baltimore. Yeah, team. and guess what happened? And he defended him. Yeah, and he defended him in the press conference. Like, well, he learned. He learned that you guys probably he stays away from a lot that you guys don't see. So he kind of like stuck up for him when that happened. And made yeah, it I, think, for him. I think Mahomes is a stand-up dude, and I want to believe that. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, well, <laughs> I mean better than two this. Of the, two of the most annoying two of the most annoying family members in the NFL are his. But he can't 100%. he can't. He can't be that bad, dog. Mm. Like it's so extreme. He can't be that bad. Yeah, that's, that's all true. I'm saying. Yeah, I, 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 I can agree with that. Do? What they gonna do? Tell me, my wife and my brother can't come to the game. Yeah, they might. Shit. Nah. Well, okay. What happened? Let me ask you this: What happens? Nah. What happens when Kansas City fans turn on them? They'll just move exactly. Them. They'll just move them higher in the box. <laughs> <laughs> But can you see that happening now? No, not okay. Not not as long as they're winning. No. Okay. Okay. Well, 
I, I think I think that the I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to step in eventually. I mean, look at what happened with Jokic and his brothers and stuff during that whole big brawl they had with uh, who was that cat? That uh, Marcus dude that's still hurt right now. Yeah, the did Morris, not happen you know, with so, them because they want no smoke. Yeah, the more yeah. the Morris sisters, you mean? Yeah, that's exactly. Did nothing happen because them brothers ain't want no smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's it's. So I think I think eventually someone's gonna step in. It's like if you go to an NBA game and you insult someone like you know like LeBron or Carmelo, or whatever it is, you know eventually someone steps in. You know you, you can't come to the game no more, or you check yourself, you know, or you get banned essentially. So I think eventually people do need to you know respect. I don't I don't care who you're married to. You can be married to freaking I don't know Obama or whatever it is, but you still need to respect your boundaries. There are other people there to enjoy the game. You don't need to spray champagne on them because you guys won. You know, it wasn't it wasn't called for. So there you go. I think as long as it's Patrick Mahomes, I don't think we have nothing to worry about or they have nothing to worry about. Now, this is Antonio Brown's fiance and homie. (laughs) 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 Then there'd be a problem. (laughs) I think it's because of who he is right now that they they'll talk to him. He don't might say something. He might say something, and they'll chill out a little bit, and then until the next thing, because it's but been you, it's been one thing. I, his brother danced on 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 what's his name's oh, Sean number, Taylor. Sean yeah. Taylor's number, right? That's but I mean, I, and, yeah, all that. So, but just as a, how can you have that kind of? You know, can you? I'm a, I, man, I have issues with this shit. It just reminds me of some. I, I do too. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying there's a laundry list of shit that they've done and just nobody's wrong. doing anything because of who they are. That's why I said this is the world we live in now with these brat ass kids. Yeah, maybe my lack, lack of self awareness. I mean, if, but that, if you think about it, if that's like, I'm trying to think about it, if I'm, I'm trying to put myself in this man's shoes at some point. I would, like I said, I'd probably have to break, break things off just because I'm like, Hey man, I can't have you out here acting like that. If they never say nothing to you, would you say something to them? Mm -mm. Nobody's saying nothing to you because I have to believe that ownership's not saying something to them because if we say, Hey, if they don't chill out, they can't come to the game no more. Now we affect his play. Oh, me fucked up. I'm saying something. Mm. That's just, (laughs) you're, you're a risk affecting your star players play. Half a bit. You paid this dude almost up to uh, up to a half a billion dollars, and you're you gonna affect this play? No, I mean, so if you're say, so if I'm ownership, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna say something. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, I don't. If I'm ownership, I'm definitely gonna say something. If if it affects his play or not, if it affects his play or not, because I have to believe that those old motherfuckers up. There I have a brand. I have a brand to uphold. I have a brand to uphold, and this and this lady is not upholding my brand. Why the fuck you lying? Hey, is, you is, is lying? she? Let me ask you this, dude. Let me ask you this: Is this lady? Is this lady? Um, is she out here throwing any passes, or is she selling any no. jerseys? No, but her man okay. is. Her, but, but she, but, but she her, is still, she's still impacting. Neg- she's she's got a negative impact on your brand. Your no, your mm-hmm. team, your team is the Kansas City Chiefs. Your brand is Patrick Mahomes. Correct, one hundred percent. You better leave him alone because if you take Mahomes out of there, Kansas City Chiefs weren't shit without them. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm, I'm saying something. If I'm the owner, I don't give a shit. Uh, and it's and it's publicity. 
That's yep. good. Good publicity. Bad publicity is all publicity. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it is. Because we're we, it, 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 they you'll, fuck around, that be on, you'll fuck around that shit be on a damn Moet commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talking about they some... the Super Bowl, they're gonna show that clip. Watch if they win the Karma, Super Bowl, they're gonna Karma's show a, Karma's a bitch. Yeah. Karma's <laughs> a bitch to folks. It's coming, it'll come back. We'll, we'll see. Those with money can do a lot of crazy shits. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Broke yes. niggas do crazy shit. Just yeah, that's, money, yeah. When you get money, it allows you to do a lot more of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I watched a lot of motherfucking shows where them cats went crazy and in prisons and did. So ended up in prison. So it don't matter. Hey man, not. let's let's talk about another crazy ass dude from the old school man. Some some of the cats listening to this show don't probably don't even know who this motherfucker is, but John Stockton. Uh. Was an NBA great point guard, played with Carl Malone in Utah. Uh, he went to college in Gonzaga. Uh, they revoked his tickets because this motherfucker did not want to wear a mask. He has different thoughts on what this virus is. What say you if he's not following the policies and doesn't think that he should because he's an entitled little prick? What's going on? I don't think he's entitled. I think he's he's, enti- he's entitled to his own opinion. But, and I've said this to anybody, you can have your own opinion about this virus all you want. I will not take that right away from you. But there are consequences and repercussions if you don't follow along with the people who do take this virus seriously. So make your choice, but don't be butthurt about the consequences that it causes when you, when you go against the, the, the system. What I'm going to say is make your choice, but don't make up. Don't make shit up either. You know, this guy's out here just making shit up about statistics and this and that about people that are vaccinated. And and it's it's not accurate, man. So if you're going to if you're going to argue a situation, make sure that that you have the accurate information so that people listen to you. Get your facts right. Motherfucker. They don't they don't know where to get it from. They go to Google all the time. And I tell people I can go on Google and find out I can find you. I can I can find something to support why shoving bananas and oranges up your asshole is productive for your for your digestive system. If I look for it, I'll find it to support it. Or or I can find it where it won't support it. Yeah, you got some late. Late night Google searches. Yeah, man. I'm, I know, man. I'm just like, saying, like if you if you Google shit, you can Google it. you can Google shit to support anything you want it to support. Yeah, I hate true. to go through a browser history in Google. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that pops up is why did the bears fuck so much? Oh, <laughs> oh goodness! You know what? It, it hurts you a little more because you thought you was good. <laughs> at least i know i'm bad <laughs> you refuse to believe it and here, and here you are sitting with us all he thought he was going to a playoff game this weekend i've been watching a bad team for years so i know a bad team when i see one and i tried to tell you <laughs> I tried to warn. I tried to be a friend and warn you. Don't, don't get too hype, but you didn't want to listen to me. Oh, I'm gonna die. That's what friends are for. 
<laughs> but anyways, man, what are we talking about? Uh, yeah, Mr. Stockton. Yeah, he needs to uh, cover his mask, put his mask on his face, man, and keep everybody around him safe. Yeah, because it's close. People it's get like, lost so, in the fact that it's not, it's not the mask ain't for you. It's not. And that's what people get wrong. It's not for you. Yeah. All this shit has got so politicized, man. In the, the, the yeah. It should have never been about politics, man. This is a health issue. That's it. If it does, if you're doing something that makes people uncomfortable, don't do it. It's not always about you. It's not. It's it's not a self-centered issue. My goddamn there are people nuts. that are legitimately they're, they're they're afraid. They are seriously scared of this shit. You got you got people in their sixties and seventies at this game that are more vulnerable to this virus, regardless of what you believe. Right. Yep. And and we're not the corona or virus police on this show. We're uh, we're just telling you, hey, this shit's out here. It's for real. There's motherfuckers dying from this shit. Do what you gotta do. But if you walk in our area, please have a mask on or get the fuck away from us. That's about it. Right. That's about it. So hey, our fun segment of the week is pretty dope. Yes, sir. So Let's talk about what is your top sports memory of any time, any sport, any level sports memory for you that stood out the most. So let's go with you, Ali, your top sports memory. Oh, man. I was just thinking about that when you sent that, uh, when you talk about this pocket notes this morning. And I think the one that stuck out to me was the game that, Steph Curry gave away to LeBron when he passed the ball behind himself and it went straight into the stands, trying to pass it to Mr. Thompson and and he just lost it. And that's what lost in the game where they could have I lost about a thousand dollars in that game. That's why I know. Oh shit. So yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You lost a thousand dollars on the game? Yeah, I lost a thousand dollars in that series. And that's your, thought, that's, that's your top sports memory, brother. That's a tough sports memory. I always remember that, like you know, it was a, it was a lackadaisical pass behind his back, and he Shit. just didn't make it. And mm. once that ball rolled out, I knew that was it. And Shit. Cleveland went on to win. If I lost win the G, I'm trying to forget that. Uh, well, I admit that that thousand makes, that thousand makes it memorable. One hundred percent. He didn't say favorite. <laughs> He said top, and that could be the top because of the money. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Marcus, what about you? Oh. I have so many. I can't I can't I can't put my finger. I tried and I thought and I put my finger I couldn't put my finger on one. Because I remember I remember Magic and Bird playing Indiana in Indiana State against Michigan State. I mm. remember that. Mm. I was a kid and I remember that. Yeah. Mm. I remember when USA hockey beat Russia. Which was back then. That would it was just you. You wouldn't have believed it if, if, if they told you it was going to happen. You wouldn't have believed it. Yep. Yep. Um, Barry Bonds hitting the home run, break the record, regardless of the the you know the allegations of of PEDs and all that stuff. It still was something to see. Yep. Eighty five Bears over the Patriots. That team was just that good. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, Villanova, Georgetown. I was a big, big fan of Patrick Ewing. And there was, no way, there was no way Villanova was supposed to beat them. 
And that was a great game. Yeah, and they beat him. And then I'll give you one more big one. When Magic Johnson played every position on the fucking floor. In the All-Star? <laughs> no. It, he was he was normally huh. doing that. Kareem, no, because Kareem they had Kareem. Kareem got hurt. And when Kareem got oh, you hurt mean early. Yeah, early. Yeah. He yeah. got hurt and Magic played center. Mm-hmm. And scored forty two scored forty two points. And what was crazy about it is Magic was killing him with the sky hook. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so not only did he play center, he played it and shot the same shot his center shot. <laughs> Damn. That's yeah. remarkable. That's just a few. I can. I mean, I can go. This segment is fun because I can go on and on. Yeah, there's. there's actually, a... actually, I do. I do have one more for you though. On a personal level, I think it was most memorable for me was when I shot a seventy-two on the front nine at Thorn Creek, <laughs> at one of our tournaments. <laughs> you know, and uh, any any shot, every shot you could mention that could go wrong, I had it. Slice, hook, you know. He's a driver to hit the ball backwards. I did it that day, man. You know, so. we, did. we need to get you some more positive sports moments. <laughs> <laughs> he damn. said a 72 on the front nine, brothers. It was terrible. I think for, you know, when I kind of think back, man, it, um, I, I think back to like Cordell Stewart in the pass against Michigan. Okay. Like that. That was that to me. That was one of the dopest things I'd ever seen as a kid. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, um, the, when when the Rockies played the San Diego Padres, and um, fuck, I can't remember his name, but he slid into home home plate, and it was a big controversy. Was like a big controversy, but it was a playing game to get to the to to the playoffs. Mm. And I was at that game and witnessed it, and so great seats. That's one of the top sports moments. I'll, I'll never forget that. Um, all the AFC championship games I've been to um, when the Broncos have kind of won and lost, to me, all of those are top sports moments. Um, and I will say, man, the just because I never thought it could happen, one of the top sports moments for me was when Demarius Thomas caught that pass from fucking uh, Tim Tebow. Tebow. I was at that fucking game and saw that shit in person. I just could not believe my eyes, dude. Um, watching DT go and score that fucking touchdown, dude. People were going nuts. Yeah, for sure. Even <laughs> even even fucking Steeler fans were like, "Hey, what the fuck? Like, we can't 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 do anything about that." To me, that was one of the top sports moments. So I'm gonna go with uh, the. Since I'm a Duke fan, the Christian Leitner shot, uh, that was huge uh, for for me. Um, also, all the watching the Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins dunk offs, like the those early yeah. slam dunk championships yeah. were special. Jordan jumping from the free throw line and just mm-hmm. floating through the air and. And I remember like the come fly with me posters and, and all this stuff like that. John Elway doing a helicopter yeah. into the end zone yeah. to get yeah. that. That's incredible as an old man to, to kind of do that. Um, Elway, Elway, the player, the player, not the GM. Um, 
basically all the Super Bowls that the Broncos won, actually, because I've seen them lose a lot, but the ones they won, I was actually able to see in my lifetime. Not like a lot of fans out here. They've, they've, um, you ever want to go to a Super Bowl, brother? Yeah, I do, and and I think if if it's our if the Broncos make it there, I'll I'll make it happen. Actually, just going to any Super Bowl would be kind of dope, just because it's such a production and uh, everything. And then the me being a Laker fan, the thing that that really shook me was uh, the thing that happened two years ago yesterday. Kobe Bryant dying with his his daughter. Couldn't believe it. Shook me. Still shakes me. I still can't believe Kobe Bean Bryant is not here with us doing ambassador things, running companies, talking shit, doing all the things that he was doing and the Mamba mentality and that his daughter didn't get, get to grow up and play college hoop like she was planning on. It just still shakes me. I still remember when I when it, when I heard it, the text messages between all of us, the the tweets, and we're like, "Oh shit, it's for real!" Um, incredible, one of the biggest sports moments in in history. Um, oh, yeah. So that that uh, you know, just when you lose people, they just make life better. They touched you in some kind of way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. just just yeah. Rest in power, Kobe. Yeah. I forgot to add Mr. Jordan's flu game. 38 points, seven rebounds, five steals, or five assists and three steals. That was cold-blooded. In game six. Yep. And you still remember that picture, right, of of yeah, him and Scotty's, Scotty's holding him. Everyone remembers that, and they're like, oh, he's, yeah, he's being held up. Dying, playing the game, dying. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Super Bowl 50 stuck out. To me, just because it was Super Bowl Fifty, and man, to see Von Miller go in there and take, you know, Cam Newton's lunch money like that, it was priceless, brother. And what's yeah, interesting is is Von Miller right now is another one. Hey, and he's looking mighty good. If you look at his stats and stuff, he's got uh, more sack pressure and everything than than his teammate over there, Mister Mister Aaron. So even that, even that Super Bowl, even that Super Bowl with the Broncos against Green Bay, because everybody and I would say at least half the Bronco fans didn't think that they was going to go in and beat the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, Green Bay was heavily favored. They yep. they were in the regular season a, a, a great team. I I don't think anybody thought that they that Denver was going to do Green Bay like they did, and they went in there. Not only did they beat them, they just controlled the whole game. Yeah, they did, and then then to then to go back to back in history and beat up on those dirty birds. I'll never forget that that game because that dirty bird dance and all these fake ass Atlanta fans popping up in Colorado and all that all shit, and the and they was all over. And I was um, mad about that game because I didn't think that that was a team that should have been there. They won on that last second field goal, and was it Minnesota? I I, I, I wanted to. I wanted to see Minnesota and Denver in that Super Bowl because they were they were the two best teams in football. Yeah, yeah. And that was what uh, who shit who was the quarterback then, man? For who Minnesota? For Minnesota. Brad Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. They had Randy Moss. 
They had Randall Cunningham on that team too, and I think he had just he retired. Was a back, he was a backup, wasn't he? Yeah. Or he, yeah. yeah. Or he, yep. It yeah, it would have been that, interesting. That yeah. But mm-hmm. it didn't happen, and we we had to. Yeah, it would have it would have been fun to see. It yeah. didn't happen. It would have been fun to see. We, hey, and I'm one of the the. I got to say this too, because you know I just have to, man. But when I saw Steve Atwater hit Christian Okoye, woo wee, man. I will tell you, dude. That changed my whole perspective on football. That was live, Jack. I was like, I want to, I want to get, I, I got to hit somebody like that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, he punished him. He that's why this, that's his Hall of Fame highlight hit. Period. He yeah. should get it. He should have got in on just that hit. Yeah, he ruined that dude's career. <laughs> he, yeah, did. he did. And you talk about Derrick Henry. <laughs> man that was a whole that was he was the Amistad I'll tell you right now a young Atwater would give it to Derek Henry he would he would with with he no would. fear no, no fear at all punish that dude yeah. because these days just they make business decisions all right yeah. hey, but so, you know what though it, it is, might save some cats on CTE though oh uh, yeah. I don't yeah maybe I think if you're in the NFL, you're probably going to – you got some of that. Anyway. They say 99% of them have it. Yeah. We might have – there's probably uh, – us on this call, on this podcast probably. For sure. For it's sure. Not, it's, it's, and it's not just – it's not just – it's not head to head. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the jarring of your brain in your school. So if somebody hits you in the midsection and you whiplash yeah. and that jars your brain, that also causes it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's terrible. Before we get into our UFC fights, let's hear from Biscuits. Hey, this is Biscuits. And when I'm not looking at shoes, I'm listening to my dad's podcast, Red Cup Boys. They always funny, sometimes racist, and most times inappropriate. Check them out. Thank, thanks, son. Appreciate you. You know what that reminds me of? Huh. <laughs> On the wash when Dre and Snoop was arguing, and Snoop stood up and was like, Oh, nigga, you gonna make me go to my high voice? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go watch that movie now. Yeah, that shit is comedy. It is. <laughs> so, we've got some fights coming up, and um, we had a great. Um, UFC fight coming up. So Reg is going to give us a rundown of the fights. Want to ring the bell? All right. Ding, ding. Yes, sir. Let's get into that. That old school Apollo, man. Yes, sir. Oh, was that Rocky 4? Yeah, it was going into 4. That was like after the fight. At the end. Yep. After the fight, yep. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Um, So, man, if if y'all didn't watch the last two UFC events. Go back and watch both of those fights. Um, great warriors. Um, and you just see people in their craft, man. Naganu, Gan, uh, Gagne, the, both of them guys, top of their game, man. And, and um, out there, they're, um, you know, you're going to, you might see them again. You never know. If you do see the game, if you do see them again, who are you going to take? Just real quick. So I have a question real quick. So, so, it it went the, went to a decision. Went the distance. Yeah. Went the distance. Yeah. If Dana White was so pissed off about it and he had so much influence about it, 
could he do something about the judges on who would win at that point? Because we've seen some shady shit in boxing. That's so why I said, be careful because it could. He's treading in dangerous waters. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it would happen because I think there's, I think there is a governing board that has to approve. That I think they have to go through some kind of process like boxing. I don't know, but we'd have to. Someone would have to tell us. Yeah, but I'm, I think they do have to certify the shit. Well, if they fight again, I'm taking uh, Nganu also again. Fuck it. Absolutely, because he is a gladiator. He won't stop, and he knows that he gets knocked out, or it's like not money on the table for him for the next six months, especially when he gets choked up. So, I think yep. the problem is I don't he's, think he's hungry. Knew, I don't think people knew that he could fight uh, even ground and pound like he did. Everybody's so used to him standing up boxing, and that's that's what I think that's what game. That's what he prepared for. Yep. Because he'd never seen that from Ganu. So when he when that happened, he hadn't he hadn't prepared for that. I'd tell you what though, it was a it was definitely a good fight, strategic fight. Yeah, oh yeah. That's yeah. what you're that's what you're seeing, man. You can see these guys at the best of their game and their craft. Um great fight so far this year. Uh the next fight night is uh February fifth. You have Hermison versus Strickland. And then there is a, a UFC event 271 on February 12th, which is a Saturday. And then you got uh, you got your other cat, um, Israel Adesanya. Yes. Versus, versus Whitaker. So what uh, what y'all think about that fight? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Israel's going to dominate as usual. I... He's been gone for quite a while. He hasn't fought in quite a while. I'm quite sure he's been training up to this moment because he, he doesn't want to lose. He just has that fight and that fight and fire in him to like, I'm going I'm to beat you up and then talk shit afterwards. He's you angry. Know? He's angry. Yeah. He's, another, he's another one he's that's a, mad. He's, he's been complaining about this money. He's yeah. another one that's mad about how this money's paid out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's and angry, he's, but being off for a little while, there's going to be a little bit of rust, but I'm still rolling with him. Yeah. So. And he was going up and down in weight classes too, so. At least he'll be fighting at his at a natural weight class in this in this yeah. fight, and that's and that's where he's most dominant too is at his yeah. natural weight. Mm-hmm. And then we got on the boxing side the next real. I mean, you got fights kind of scattered all throughout um, this month and the kind of next month as well. But the next title fight again is Josh Taylor versus Jack uh, Catterall um, or Catterall on February twenty sixth, uh, and that's about it, y'all. So. Nice. Keep it posted. And next uh next week we might take Catterall on that one. You might have to. He's twenty um, he's twenty six and oh. He's got more fights. He's got more fights than Taylor, even though Taylor has got that got that belt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, that's an interesting fight to pick. I agree yeah, with yeah. you. As we get closer, we'll we'll uh we'll chop it up about that one. And then we're gonna add uh we might get give y'all a little uh something y'all ain't never heard from us next week and, and throw a little hockey at you too. And and niggas do know a little bit about hockey. You know. Getting good. Yeah. What'd you say, Eric? I said niggas do know a little bit about hockey. You know what I'm saying? It's getting good too. Hockey games are fun to go to, to be quite honest. Especially when you're closer to the glass and seeing those guys go at it and if fight breaks out, it's like it's exhilarating sometimes to watch, you know. So and those guys go hard. There's no, they're like almost like football players on skates. So, yeah, but it's it's fun to go see them though. Nice, yeah, we'll do that. So look out for the hockey segment next week. Um, 
Now we're, we're rolling into our NBA talk, man. <laughs> a lot of our teams are jokes out there, man, and and uh, uh, my my Lakers are struggling. Uh, it is what it is. Fuck it, man. Whatever. Next team. Who? How's Chicago doing? They they banged up. They're injured. You got Levine out. Uh, I think he's got a hip flexor or something like that. Uh, what's his name? Got jumped by Grayson Allen. <laughs> Caruso got jumped by Grayson Allen the day he came back from injury, so he's out with a broken wrist. Yep. And then you got, uh, what's, up, what's up with that man? You got Ball with a ACL sprain. What's what's up with Grayson Allen and that shit, man? He, he's been that way. He's yeah, he's yeah. been that way. I wanted that. I wanted somebody to beat him when he was at Duke. He's just he's just been that way. He's a dirty player. He's no. just a young man. He just was there any did he did he get any was there any repercussion for that or not? Yeah, one game suspension. One game. The problem is he's never had somebody give him that act right, right? If he was in the hood and did that shit, he would have got his ass dragged up and down that court and got some act right. And so he he knows who he knows he pick and chooses who he messes with. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But that was it was it was a it was a good foul when he came through with the First initial contact, but when he brought that other arm over and swung the Caruso out the air, that it was just it was just straight dirty. And then then his smirk and smile, just like nonchalant when they ejected him, and he's like smiling at his teammates, and you can see him now like, what did they say? Are you kidding me? And then he laughed and walked out. Yeah, dude, he's he he's he got away with it at Duke, Coach K. Kind of wrangled him in, but kind of didn't. And he was doing it and still sticking his legs out and shit like that, whatever. Yeah. And then he was quiet, and then he got to the league, and then you see this shit. It just carries over. It is what it is, and people are who they are. And so, I mean, somebody going to tune his ass up, though. So yeah. keep I'm messing around. Know how many, I'm, I'm curious to know how many scuffles he's gotten to in practices. That's yeah, a good question. hear about that, but, yeah. Right. If you see him on the bench with the black eye, though, <laughs> you know why, huh? Somebody told his ass twice once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, on the Nuggets side of the, of the table, man, I think they're they're doing okay. You know, they're you know they'll win one, two here, might drop one. Um, I think they're still trying to get the rotation right, but I do like these ten day fucking contracts, man, because they're bringing in uh, some much needed help and attitude. So the Nuggets uh, signed DeMarcus Cousins, which, let's be honest, the Nuggets really did need a nigga on that team. Uh, he brings he, – he, for whatever he brings, he brings toughness and grit. So I love that about that cat. Um, and then they did bring in Forbes. And Forbes has kind of been bouncing around team here to here and there. But the man, when he, when he gets hot, that dude can shoot. So I, I, like, I like what I'm seeing. Yeah, but Boogie is going to add a bunch of things to you. Uh, he he can bring the toughness and stuff, but it's only to the games that he's playing or that he stays in because the nigga gets ejected a lot. So All the time. Like we kind of need that. Guaranteed. <laughs> we need that, though. Like, you, I'm, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I'm not saying you need it every game, but you need someone. Because let's be honest, man, even a lot of cats go hard at Joker, too. We need Joker if, if you know, from a Nuggets perspective, we need Joker to be freed up a little bit on the defensive end, and that that dude helps. I think. Man, if you're the MVP, 
do your thing. Yes, sir. Just saying, it helps. So. I thought the damn Golden State Warriors and San Francisco Warriors now. Did they not change their name or just change the arena? I think they just changed the arena. They just, just stayed the, the same. They made it. There's a, they have a big-ass campus out there now, man. Right. It's huge. And it's on the San Francisco side now. Yep. Hey, the All-Star game is coming up. Did y'all see those jerseys at all? No. They look like wife beaters, man. I hope that the <laughs> the the ones I saw are not the true ones. Those white ones that I saw with the blue numbers on it look like wife beaters. I hope those are not the NBA All-Star jerseys. We'll see. You don't find out. Uh, NCAA basketball, top 25, man. There's a lot of shuffling going on in, in college basketball. Um, a lot of the top teams have taken some L's here and there that are supposed to be good. A lot of teams coming out of nowhere, uh, just playing great basketball and team basketball. And so um, I think we're in for a really, really fun March Madness this year. I don't know. What do you guys think? Are y'all even into college basketball yet, or is it too early so far? No, I think well, for, for me, I mean, it's a little early. I'm into losing money on college basketball. <laughs> yeah. For me, for me, it's too early. Like I always, like I always get really into it. Like towards you know uh, mid February into March when I start like you know paying more attention to it. But you know, only yeah, I, I I've seen I've seen some games where the top where the top top dogs have fallen off big time and had some games that are like head scratchers. You know, like no, how do you lose that game? You know, but. It only gets interested in March Madness, and that's when I pay more focus to it for sure. Yeah, I think there's I, I think there's been a lot of great games out there. Um, I mean, you can catch some really good ones during the you know just the middle of the week. Um, one team that I've been kind of following a little bit is Illinois. Uh, they're interesting to me for some reason, man. I keep watching that team. Um, they got a lot of they got a, a kind of some old older players and then a lot of influx of new players. They got some transfers that can shoot. And I think they're going to make some noise when it comes tournament time. Um, not saying that they're going to win anything, but I'm just saying, I think yeah. Duke is a good team. I definitely think Duke's got a squad. Um, Baylor. Yeah. Um, Arizona, UCLA. UCLA is surprising because UCLA, even though they, you know, they had, the history of basketball there in UCLA and everyone talks about it. I mean, that's, that's where Kareem played. There's a lot of great things happening. They've been garbage for a lot, a lot of years. And so, so to see them playing as well as they're playing this year, it's pretty dope. They got a point guard. They they definitely have one of those. Mm -hmm. And Gonzaga, I think to me, I don't know how y'all feel about them, but I think they kind of, I'm just going to say it, man. I feel like that's a team that wastes a lot of opportunity, man. I think that, you know, when I when I watch them play upper echelon teams, they play right there with them. But when they play, you know, someone that they should slaughter, it's close. True. I mean, you're going to have that, that issue, too, because they lost a lot of people yeah. after last year. I mean, they won last year. You're going to lose your seniors and your top players. So you got the the players that did stay – 
are trying to get the young players and the players that didn't play so much bought in. And it just takes time. I, I mean, I look for Gonzaga. I mean, I think they're, what, ranked two right now. I look yeah. for them to make a little bit of noise in the tournament. I mean, they're definitely a Sweet 16, Elite 8 team for sure. Duke is too. I just don't know how much further they can go past that. If they run into a UCLA or a Illinois or shoot. yeah, or, or just a team that just it can ball because Duke has an issue with teams that are athletic and a little bit taller than them. And, you know, just, just some real hoopers. They have really tough matchups with that. They struggle with Florida state, Miami, uh, things like that, and and you can't do it. They just struggled with Clemson the other day. So yeah, yeah, they sure did. Wisconsin's a team I'm watching. Yeah, they got they got a cold ass team too. Yeah, the Big Ten's got a, some squads. They got that Brad Davison and Jordan Davis are like two two of the top players in the in the country mm-hmm. on that team. And when they when they on they on. And their Purdue, defense, their defense ain't that bad. Yeah, Purdue is another yeah. one. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, Auburn, Auburn, they they're that good. Mm-hmm. Auburn's cold. They're that good. It it'll be interesting if they can sustain what they're doing. I mean, it's obvious they're they're in the SEC. So I'm thinking about the teams like even though Alabama's there, Alabama's basketball teams are just okay. But Tennessee is gonna have some some noise to make in the SEC about that about Auburn, but and Kentucky, right? So you have those teams. So those teams will definitely represent. Um, the SEC in in March Madness for sure. Well, how do you guys feel about Kansas though? I I think they're I think compared to some of these other teams, they're they get dusted. Yeah, I think so too. It, it's interesting. I bet you, I bet you. <laughs> their schedule their schedule's kind of weak. So when it comes down to even having to play, if they had to play the, those top four teams, I I don't think they can get past them. They get past maybe one of them, but I don't think they can sustain a run long enough to win it all. And Kansas has too many guys, I think, hurt. Yeah. Oh, and, and their coach, though, can coach. And um, we'll see. I don't know. Kansas, the verdict, that's a good point you bring up, Ollie, about Kansas, like yeah. just bringing them to the forefront. It, it'll be interesting to see because them, they're a team like Michigan State, right? They they have these schedules. They start out playing tough people. Then they kind of just look like they're struggling a little bit, and then they get in the exactly. tournament, and then the next thing you know, these motherfuckers are in the Final Four. <laughs> For the problem, where the problem is going to be is where they get seated and put in the bracket. Correct. Because they can put them on the they can put them with Duke, and I I don't I don't think they beat a Duke team. I just don't. So that's 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 going to matter a lot is how they how they place these guys in that bracket. Yeah, because you got it's heavy, it's it's loaded. The top ten's loaded, but yeah. we know we know that some of those teams are going to have to face each other in that second third round of the tournament. And it's crazy to me, you still got teams that only have one loss. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what's hurting them in the rankings is is just their strength of schedule that's it. of being at the top. Whereas like Duke has played everybody, like we we don't run from people, that's for sure. So <laughs> we're not the Alabamas. We shall, we shall see. Shots fired. Black. Sorry. 
Just wear them black jerseys when you play Gonzaga. No, please don't. Hey, burn those black jerseys. If anyone from the Duke Athletic Department is is listening to this show. Alabama lost because they was down. They had no receivers in the game. (laughs) Black History Month next month, man. He's burning. Yeah. Black jerseys, man. Man, those jerseys are fucking terrible. I can't stand them. They're such bad luck. You see that uh, Stetson Bennett? Working at Kane's Chicken, <laughs> yeah. See that? And they, the chick ordered the food. He looked at the camera. And he said, "That'll be thirty three eighteen. Wow! <laughs> Shots fired on that one for sure. Um, I think they're speaking of him. I think they were trying to make a documentary about his struggles and everything. First off, his name, he's hes not struggling. I think he comes from money. Anytime your name is Stetson. Stetson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not not—you're not struggling. And, and it's you, cool to be like, oh, a walk-on, and you've been through all this stuff in football and stuff like that. But, had the um, cheap cologne back in the day? Well, it sure was. Yeah, Stetson and <laughs> Oh, shit. I do remember that shit. <laughs> oh, shit. That cheap, that's cheap smell good shit. <laughs> hey, can't lie, you thought it smelled good when the girls had it on. You get that shit at, at Woolworths and shit. Nigga. Oh, oh yeah. shit, this dude said Woolworths. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, let's. Is, is, uh, Woolworth, is Woolworth still a store? <laughs> no, Woolworths. Woolworths had to be closed. What? Yeah. Twenty, thirty years. Twenty, thirty years ago. It might, be it might be it might be Walgreens. That motherfucker had to close. I want to say like eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah, we were uh, we were young. He's young. Yeah, for sure. And then then there went Dillard's, Foley's, May DNF, all of them. He might be right out. about Walgreens because that one in Buckingham Mall up by the movie theater that used to be a Woolworths. And I remember it changing to Walgreens. <laughs> shit, but Woolsworth used to sell all kind of shit, right? So you could you could walk around the store and you'd have like sections. It was like a a small like Target at times because you could go to the section they have a bin of shoes and sometimes you find some Airwalks in that motherfucker, man, and set them motherfuckers off, man. It's it's still around. It's just not in it's just not in this country. The last time it was around was in ninety seven, which is not that fucking long ago, man. I mean, yikes, yeah. yeah. Hey, let's uh, get into some some football. Yeah, man, it's football time. Uh, we got four teams headed on the path to battle for the Super Bowl. So we'll talk about that. But before we get to that. Has your MVP pick changed? The two favorites are sitting on the sidelines. Did they do enough to win the MVP? Because it's still being watched and looked at. So has your MVP pick changed? Ali. Who are the two now? So you you have uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Cooper Cup. Um, and then there's Jonathan Taylor. I think those were the top four that should be considered. Maybe yep. even Devontae well, Adams might have snuck in there. So, 
Yeah, I think, well, even though I don't like him that much, I kind of had Aaron Rodgers as my top pick. Tom Brady, I don't know. You know, he just, I don't think he did enough this season to be in that, to be in that list. Jonathan Taylor, for sure, he was a beast. You know, mid-season, he turned it up. You know, he was tearing up people left and right. But just kind of petered out, like, in those last three games, seems like. So, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up for him. I don't think it was his fault they weren't in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, before the playoffs. Right? But still, um, I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably put him up there with, with Aaron Rodgers. Just those two for sure. I'd say Cooper Cup. Because like you said, they're still being watched. And because the other guys aren't there, you can't cut his, you can't cut his shit off because the other guys he was competing with are no longer there. Yeah. He's the last man standing. You'd have to give it. You look. You look at who was really impactful, though, because Cooper Cup was only he was only a part of the system, and because you know Sean McVay made things work for him. Like if you look at you know Jonathan Taylor, he came out of nowhere and you know made that team good. That's last stretch of the season. I don't agree with that because one of the things he leads is yards after catch. Yeah, he's doing he's doing doing work. He's putting in work. Yeah, after, after the, the catch, defense is he played. That's, the defense he played, it was that's all him, though. Yards after the catch is all him. Yeah. And the defense is sucked. Yeah, but think about this: Cooper Cup is the first player in the NFL history to reach two thousand receiving yards in a single regular postseason. That's over Larry Fitzgerald, Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson, and Antonio Brown. He has he's he's got them by three hundred yards. And at, let me ask you a question. It's the system, man. Would you consider would you would you consider Matthew Stafford MVP? No. He's got to be on the list. He's um, balled out. I think there. I think the only, reason, the only reason I ask that is because he's not a candidate, and Cooper Cup is. So the guy that's uh, giving the guy the ball ain't an MVP, but the guy who's receiving the ball is. He's got to get some oh, votes. Oh, he's he's doing something. He's up there for a reason. Sure, and, he, and 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 he's leading all three categories. What's the last time that's happened? That's true too. If you put if you put Cooper Cup, say with, I don't know, the Broncos, we have made made had those same uh the same numbers this year. You got to have the same quarterback to throw to him though. So if you put him with exactly. Joe, if you have him he with would, Joe Burrow, will he do the same thing? Hell it's yeah, possible. Yeah, it's possible. He he do it with Tom Brady. He would do it he'd with do Derek Carr. Rogers. He'll do it with Patrick Mahomes. He'd do it with Josh Allen. I Hell, he might even do it with with Kyler Murray. I think he would make he would definitely make he would make a you know if let's say that Bridgewater had to throw him the ball, he would make Bridgewater look better. Yeah, yeah, because true. of the way he plays. Fair. He, he's the he's he's a wide receiver and he's he's leading all three categories at that position. Yeah, that's special. There's no, there's no other position on the field that are leading in all the categories at their position. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I still think that they're probably going to give it to Aaron Rodgers, and that's where I was leaning. But do I think that Cooper Cup should be up there? Oh, no doubt. I think that that guy is – you can't replace him. He is the most valuable player to his team. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I would, would totally agree. I mean, Odell Beckham has balled out too, but – uh, he's just getting the scraps from what Cooper Kip, uh, Cooper oh, yeah. Kupacek is out there doing, right? And I think I think when you look at that team, Higby opens up a lot of things 
for both of those wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. And and they got their running back back, and he's he's creating some issues and matchup things. Cam Akers coming out the backfield, so it yeah. these 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 games coming up this weekend are going to be interesting. So uh, with that shit, let's let's get to the picks, man. So uh, let's talk about the Rams playing San Fran. Um, San Fran has had the Rams number for a long time. And these teams, San Fran did go into Green Bay and take down Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Discount, double check. And uh, so what say you on this game? Who's your pick, San Fran or the L.A. Rams? So I always root for the underdog, and I do want San Fran to pull it off and win, but I have been wrong, but I think the Rams are going to pull this one off this there's just too much. There's too much going on with those guys between the defense on the Rams, and you know those three, that three-headed monster. You know, Coop, Cooper, OBJ, and Akers in the backfield. Man, it's and guys from McVay coaching his team too. It's gonna be tough if the de- if San, San Francisco's defense steps up this you know comes in and you know shuts them down, which I doubt they would. Then they have a chance. But I'm kind of leaning towards the Rams this this week. Okay, Ali with the Rams, Marcus. I got the Forty ers They got it. the Rams have to show me they can beat them, and they haven't beat them in the last six times they played each other. You got to show me if they if they beat them, they beat them. They were supposed to, but the last six games that says something to me. Like they 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 own the Rams for some reason. It's San Francisco has the Rams number. Three straight seasons they haven't beaten them yet. So yeah, if they do it. Great, but they got to show me. Shug. I'd say that uh, in this case, do I think that the 49ers can win? No doubt. Definitely talented. I do think it's hard to beat a team three times in a season. I know it might seem cliche, but I'm going to go with the Rams. I think it's just too much defense. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with the I was leaning towards San Fran. Marcus makes great points. And they they got Debo over there. And uh, Garoppolo has been playing well, not turning the ball over. You always got Kittle. But I think I'm going to make the pick for the L.A. Rams, just for the simple fact they got offense and they got defense. We've got a, a healthy Von Miller. We're, people are talking about Von Miller and not talking about Aaron Donald. And when when you see that and you see another character come in and they were happy for that and Vaughn's getting healthy and he's playing like that, when have you seen Vaughn get the parallel move, the dips and all that stuff? He's getting very healthy. Uh, he's leading some statistics right now with hurries on the quarterback. Uh, he had a strip sack. He just looks incredible. Um I actually think like it's it's really tough um, with Jalen Ramsey back there because uh, when trouble it started getting trouble last week and the other dude was getting burnt, Jalen was like, "Nah, you're done. I'll guard this guy. You're you're finished. You're getting cooked by this dude." Um, and so he, he got burnt too. He he got it one time, sure. <laughs> uh, but as a corner, I'll take him over a majority of the cats in the league for sure. So look for the L.A. Rams to uh, 
Go ahead and, and head to the Super Bowl. Let's see what happens. Yes, sir. The next game, we've got Mr. <laughs> taking on Joe Borrow. Now, Joe and Chase and company have to head into a very violent and crazy, loud Chief Wet. Stadium. Wet. It's just <laughs> they they have all the elements. You could tell last week the Bills on a few plays with the false starts and everything. It was super loud there. And, I mean, Buffalo's used to playing in the cold, so I think the cold wasn't a factor as we saw both of those quarterbacks were lighting it up. But just the home field advantage for the Chiefs is crazy. So um, we saw what Mahomes could do last week. We've seen some bright quarterbacks. We've seen a great future, and Joe is a part of this. What say you on this pick this week, Ali? Uh, Even though I despise Mr. Burroughs, so much right now <laughs> on a personal level. But I would say, I think. Sorry, that's team. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I'll, I'll go with the Bengals. I, I feel like they, I think they have enough fire in them to go into our head and even with all the noise and the colds to at least, you know, pull up a good fight. And their defense is way better than the, than the Bills for sure. So. And to probably mix things up on the defense side and kind of try to confuse Mahomes and, you know, keep Cheetah at bay for sure. And uh, it wouldn't be a high-scoring game, but I believe that the Bengals would edge this one out. Nice. Bengals. That's one for the Bengals. Marcus. Oh, man. That's a tough one. <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> I think I, I like – to compare Andy Reid to Bill Belichick, yeah. we won't go title for title, but Andy Reid, he's been successful of putting people around him that are, that have done pretty good. Yeah, I think I think Andy Reid sometimes does a good job of taking away your best weapon. Yeah, and if they can get if they can take control of, of Jamar Chase, tall task. If they can do that, I think I think the Chiefs will win this game. So, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did you did you see? Did you see? Uh, I'm gonna take the Chiefs at, at home. I'm gonna take them at home. On the road, maybe I give the Bengals a better shot at home. I, I'm taking the Chiefs <laughs> at home. I like. I know that, that upsets. I know that upsets the other three squares on my screen. <laughs> um Shook, what do you have? I think this one's a lot closer than anybody is gonna expect. I do I think that Joe Burrow and them can go in there and give them a run for their money? Yeah. I think they can run the ball. But do I think it's going to happen? Do I think that they can beat them? That's a tough. That's a that's a tall order, man. I think. Yeah. In a, I think in a neutral site, it's different. Um, or at home, like you said, Marcus. But I got to say that the Chiefs are probably going to win. I don't want them to, but they're probably going to win. Jerboro and them are very talented, and I'm sure he could could duel Mahomes. 
they have a couple more pieces to go to be able to be on that level where they're getting to the Super Bowls and they're on their way. But unfortunately, I have to take the Chiefs. So uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs at home. Um, so with that being said, uh, Super Bowl will be coming up. The performance is Dr. Dre, and he's bringing a cast of people with him. Um, are you guys excited about this Dr. Dre performance? Very, very. Very. Okay, very. good. I just don't understand how you ask all these motherfuckers to show up, and you're going to give them 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No minutes. But I bet you that this one this might be one of the best ones we've seen, man. I'm yep. just gonna say that. What's his name? The weird dude from last year, the weekend. The weekend? Yeah. His the ran weekend. his ran fourteen minutes. Oh, I shit. love that Katie performance. Perry, you know, oh, Katie Perry, Perry and Lady Gaga both ran thirteen and a half minutes. It's possible just because of how iconic this lineup is. Yeah, it's possible we see a fifteen-minute set hey, at this year at this year's Super Bowl. Febu- it's February. Yeah, that's true too. Give us a couple more minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you see, they had to put the token in there, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas, not getting a whole show. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> get a couple minutes. <laughs> And 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 he's gonna be the one. Eminem's gonna be the one that's really gonna. I mean, you got to spotlight him. I'm, of course, Snoop, Mary J. Blige. Okay, I feel that. Kendrick, yeah, that's cool. You might see some Anderson Pac out there. Uh, I mean, it it could be incredible, depending on what they do. What would be fly is if if they did a, if he came out and did a little set. Uh, like NWA wise had Cube and Ren and Yellow hop up there and do some shit. Throw easy up on a big screen and throw easy up there, and they just get start getting it popping, and then they, he he just rolls through it, and then he goes on a chronic. He kind of introduces Snoop, and then Snoop does his thing, and then it just goes through the legacy, right? Maybe even Nas with the firm, man. People forget about when he went on the East Coast. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, did, uh, did any of y'all go to the Up and Smoke tour? Nah. So it was like, uh, man, I can't remember what year that was, man. But the Up and Smoke tour was all these same artists. Um, was an epic tour, man. I yeah, think without any indication of what we will see, it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah, I would have loved to go to that concert, but I didn't want to catch a contact because uh, <laughs> I get randomed every month. So oh shit, um, yeah. Hey, that, that was back in the wait. day. That shit was in the 90s. Sorry for you. Wait to see it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be. Should I've be always amazing. had a problem with the, the the Monday night football, Thursday night football. It's all country music driven. You know, the intro's country music. Fucking what's her face? The, the, the Faith Hill. Faith, Faith Hill, yeah. Faith Hill, and then the other girl. It was Carrie uh, Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We got a league of 75, 75% niggas, and we got these two white girls in their country music is the intro. Hey, man. Hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, man. Some black folks listen to country music, man. I understand don't that. Insult, that's, don't insult everyone. That's, that's not the point I'm making. I, I, I guarantee you that those 75% Ollie of those said, brothers don't. 75% of those brothers don't. Ali said, hold on. Yes, we do. Uh, I, I, see, <laughs> I see what they're listening to in the locker room. It's not country music. One hundred percent. You got to represent yeah. the, the the NBA 
is not fucking around. They know who their fan base is, and they always select performers uh, as such. Besides, who is the NFL's, is the NFL's fan base? Blue collar folks. Okay. Well, then they really gonna be upset when they see Snoop up there, see walking and shit. So it might be. Maybe not because all the old motherfuckers is our age. That's true. <laughs> that, that, is, that is true. And you know what we? And you know where we come from? Yeah, that's one hundred percent correct. Down. Yeah. Hey, unless they bring back that, the Shakira one, because that genre of music makes more money than it's ever had. Still, '90s hip hop still goes hard and is still driving driving everything. Hip hop in general, yeah, makes more money than all the other genres. Yep, one hundred percent by far. So. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, the I last quality, to... the last quality uh, halftime show was the the Jay Lopez and the the Shakira joint. Yeah, that was cool. I was mm-hmm. throwing ones at my TV. You and a you and a million other motherfuckers, man. For sure. <laughs> Lord, please save us. I just. I hope they don't do us wrong on the nigga step on the speaker wire or something and the lights <laughs> go out. We get something, man. This shit gets ruined. <laughs> Technical difficulties. You got that rainbow shit on your screen. <laughs> and they come back. Thank y'all. Have a good night. Enjoy the rest of the game. That's Jay and walking off. Uh, y'all remember that DJ quick? Y'all remember that DJ quick cut? Yeah, where he was like, somebody like, stepped on the extension cord. Yeah, yeah. And they go off. Yeah, and they go off. He talk. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, man. Who out the way? And then plug that and shit he, back in. Yeah, and listen to the sound. Yeah. Back on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, uh, quick man. Shit, we're gonna have a new and old school for for now, quick man. Option was yeah. options and balances or something. Yeah, like balancing oh, options. Man. You can't. It might not. That might. You can't get no better than that album. Uh, this week, the beat of the week is brought to you by Nerdy Gentleman. Nerdy Gentleman has the flyest nerdy gear. They want you to embrace your inner nerd, and they're home of the periodic tea. The top teams playing in the playoffs. If you want a Ram shirt, why not? They got that. 49ers, yep, they got that too. The Chiefs, unfortunately, they got that. So if you want a periodic tee to represent your tee, your team, and to be nerdy, go to thenerdygentleman.com and enjoy yourself. Be blessed. Uh, Shook, go ahead and give us a rundown of the beats of the week. We got two of them for you. We going to hit you with a new school. Birds and the Bees by Mitchie Slick and Damu. This one was released January 2021, but it's still new to you because I know many of y'all ain't even heard it. So E, hit it. Try to be way. She goes the fuck with a key way. 
Now she gon' try to be way. I knocked it, we hopped on the freeway. I took away, I was a beast play. She told me she just trapped in three states. Then gave me a Louis V briefcase. Her last nigga never popped foreign. He rap, but he's never been torn. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Uh, no, no worries. Yeah, go ahead and get to the old school joint, though. Sorry. Oh, uh, we gonna. <clears throat> this one was a special request from our our player partner over here. Marcus wanted to hear some strong arm steady. We had to break that shit out the crates. We gonna play that bark like a dog. Released in twenty ten. Get that shit. Normal rap artists beg your pardon Turn you to a target cause you fucking with the sergeant You gotta feel me dog. I'm more than starving Plus my hustle's sick and the flow's retarded Couple mixtapes and the flow's on the market Now my shit banging from the burbs to the project My pants sagging and I'm boasting and bragging Shots up a drone and we go for the gallon yeah. Think of this bitch of me and a phantom The G5 flight make it easier landing we can't stand it, that's what the haters say But I'm good money like a Michael Jordan fadeaway Pray for the day I get this money on a straightaway I'm trying to feed my family for God's sakes But these are the breaks and the streets filled with snakes Yo, that's why I keep calm with the Guardian Man That shit is going Man I'm still listening to the ass. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't know who they are, go check them out, man. Um, they have all kind of branched out and done different solo projects, but all them cats is blessed, man. So special shout outs to strong arm steady for holding it down for yeah. a long time. 100%. Hey, it's that time of the show. We're wrapping it up. Final shout outs. Hey, give, what you're thankful for shout outs let the people know where you can find them and everything and then we'll wrap this thing up so ali well i uh like to give a shout out to my brothers that i'm sharing the screen with today e reg marcus that's been a, a big support big family to me and stuff and i uh, want to give a shout out to my wife and my daughter for uh, being so wonderful and great and uh, loving my life. I want to give a shout out to all those guys hustling out there and bringing money to the table and to their families and making things work, even though these difficult times, um, y'all stay safe. Uh, this vax, this uh, coronavirus just wrecking havoc out there still. So just be safe, y'all. Shout out to everybody, everybody listening. All y'all fellas, of course, every week. My wife, kids. Y'all stay safe, stay blessed. Look out for one another. Word. It's not always about you. Mm-hmm. So. You're right. Kalua. Well, you know, um, shout outs to the Red Cup Nation for all the people that is following. Uh to all the all our all our guests who come out come on so far, our family. You know, everybody that, that makes this what it is, 
Um, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for fucking with us. Um, shout out to E. Shout out to Marcus. Shout out to Ali for holding it down, man. We we out here. We are almost at double. Like we almost at twenty podcasts for this for the Red Cup boys, man. So we're inching in. You know what I mean? And so y'all have been a part of that journey. So we appreciate it. Our listeners, shout outs to, you know, all of y'all for, you know, inspiring us to do what we do. Word. Well, shout out to my fan band for sure. And, and, and Bushwood, we up to no good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to the nail salons for keeping them, them ashy ass feet taken care of this winter, man. Keeping them moisturized and looking nice. I appreciate that. When they take them Uggs off, man, they can still look great, man. Uh, shout out to the barbers that wash their hands, man, because, you know, sometimes they grab your face when they lining you up and they can have a little <laughs> funk on their hand. So shout out to them barbers that wash their hands and shit like that. Um, shout out to the bras that scrape their tongue with the tongue scraper, man, because if you run into some of that halitosis, it can be real rough on you, especially during this cuddle season. Um, and just shout out to all the snow bunnies out there. Um, that's about it. Um, that's that's my wrap up. So, uh, Reg, go ahead and uh, take us out of here. As we always tell you, man, you can always take a moment to check in on your folks, man. We all going through something, no matter whether it's, you know, something crazy at work, something crazy in life. Shit, you might have had a bill that came in you didn't even know you had. But mm. still, there's always a good way to look at life and enjoy it with the people that make you happy. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check in on your folk. And on that note, we out. Yes, sir. Pay your bill and keep your lights on so you can listen to them Red Cup boys. Mm-hmm. Pay your beeping bell, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember that? Red Cup boys, come out to play. Red uh. Cup boys, come out to play. The Red Cup boys. The Red Cup Boys.